Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I'm Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Here at Lower Gentry Studios, we create thought-provoking content with integrity, and we enjoy every aspect because we're hedonists. You can go to www.lowergentrystudios.com to check out the latest in Treasure Valley film content, specifically from Lower Gentry Studios, which includes a web series entitled Canyon County and a feature film entitled We Speak that's available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and it's then they're both very, very good. Both of them. And we're completely unbiased. We were born without bias. Yeah, we're as unbiased as the unbiased people in upper levels of government. Oh, they're very unbiased. I know. Do you want to know why, why t- we have the laws that protect, the, you know, they follow the law. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, well, what good. makes today special? I was hoping you were going to bring up laws. Today is special because in 1965, on July 30th, Lyndon B. Johnson, otherwise known as LBJ, who was our president, um, he signed Medicare and Medicaid into law. There was ah, a bill that Was that passed. part of the war on poverty? Was that part of that whole thing? Um, it was, I don't know, are we, is that when it started? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought it started in the Great Depression. No, no, no. I mean, that, that's when they gave they the- They titled gave, it? Yeah, they titled it, like, we're in the war on poverty. And then later Nixon was like, we're in the war on drugs. And then they started doing lots of wars. And then, and then they're just like, we're in the war versus everybody. Sorry. That was, yeah. That was my Nixon. I like being uh, Nixon. Yeah, he's he was good. I was actually went down a rabbit hole when I was trying to investigate this Medicare, Medicaid yeah. um, bill because I wanted to find out as a libertarian. I'm very oh, against, yeah. I'm very against oh, government intervention. So, um, But actually, the, uh, the cost of medical care um, had been going up prior to the signing of this bill. And it didn't start to spike until Nixon took us off the gold standard. Ah. And that's when it got really crazy, the cost of medical care. It just started to go through the roof um, in 1971, I think. Is that a correlative thing and not a causation thing, though? Um, I don't know. It is correlation, but... Definitely. Guess what else happened during that time? But it could be... Jaws came out. And so, and the subsequent sequels. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. I think Steven Spielberg upped the... Not it wasn't about the gold standard. It was about Steven Spielberg and Jaws. Um, it could have been. Yeah, because everybody was scared to go in the ocean, and then all of a sudden oh, that, everybody started going to the hospital more preemptively. Preemptively to, to be get, like, how do I how do I get a, get these I sharks? I need shark proofing. Yeah, and then they're like, this is not like a thing. And then they say, while they're there, they're like, well, I'll check my blood pressure and like you know look look me over for all this other stuff. And then it like built up all of this need that was arbitrary and then the medical prices started going up so i think it mostly has to do with jaws and not I think anything to do, to do with with R- the gold richard, standard richard dreyfus's fame yeah exactly <laughs> or just richard dreyfus so thank you richard dreyfus for ruining for, our medical system forever uh, anyway gosh, ready to do it. some uh, some events let's talk about events going on what's going on what's going on what's going on What's going on in the Treasure Valley, Chuck? You want to know? Oh, my name's Elliot, by the way. Hey, don't forget to introduce yourself, because I'm a terrible Elliot host. Nor- yeah, Elliot Norton, and then that's Chuck Onoctane, and together we run the Treasure Valley podcast. <laughs> we probably should cover this in a specific order. Yeah. So that's event. Should, that's the first event that's one, going on, is that we have- <laughs> A we podcast have... that you're watching and, or listening to on iTunes. Yes. Sweet. Um, we should actually do like a reverse order or a random order podcast- you know, where we put, mix up all of our sections. And we stuff. should actually just do random word podcasts and then none of our sentences make sense and we just say random words. Makes sense. Chicken. Barbie. 
Oh, I don't know. This seems like a little psychological. I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> People will be analyzing Child it. abuse. <laughs> People are like... <laughs> Mother help. <laughs> I'll just cry. It'll be a therapy session. Yeah. All right. What's going on in the Treasure Valley? Uh, events. So the Goathead Fest is going on this weekend, August 2nd and 3rd um, at Cecil D. Andrus Park. And then they're going to have a crazy parade at the state capitol. Sweet. So the Goathead Fest, which... When we went oh, in we, to do... When we did the Idaho Matters, they were doing... We, we were recording our interview with Idaho Matters after theirs was going on live because they recorded our interview and theirs went on live. And they were yes. with... Uh, what, was, what was the names again? It was Jimmy uh, Jimmy Halliburton and, from the Boise Bicycle Project. And that guy was cool. Yes. Which and, you always imagine the guy that's running Boise Bicycle Project would be cool because it's so cool. Everybody yes. just knows that it's cool. If you and then, like, the only adjective that you can say is just it's either cool or rad or some sort of mid-90s compliment for the boys mm-hmm. bicycle project or just or i guess you can say any compliment but mostly it's those ones that i think of. yeah yeah bikes because they were invented in the 90s and then martha brabeck who works for the <laughs> bicycles s- invented yes in the 90s such a 90s thing <laughs> along with rollerblades yeah. which everybody knows if you've been following the podcast i'm a giant fan of rollerblades okay martha brabeck said at boise so those two are heading it or at least they're the the faces of the goat head fest yeah which, um so so martha's an expert um in the history of goat heads. Yeah, the um, invasive nature of that species mm. that came in here and took over everything. Yeah. It's kind of like sheet grass, but if sheet grass could pop the tires of your bicycle. Yeah, and they hurt if you try to pull them. It's crazy. So they're giving away, uh, so if you have been pulling uh, goat heads out, it's 30, 30 pounds, is, they give you a beer or ice cream token mm. for 30 pounds worth of goat heads. And so you can go online and you can see how to do that. So you can get, some goat heads pulled before this weekend you get free beer or free ice cream or then they have a big list of prizes up to like 800 pounds or something right mm-hmm. and then like the, the the biggest individual gets a prize and then like there's teams too and the teams get a prize if they pull like the most yeah. pounds of goat heads but so. you probably needed to be doing this already for a while so yeah, this we weekend should have talked about a... it probably back in july but this weekend is the party which yeah is, the party which is what we're about we're not about doing work we're more about showing up and then saying wow good job doing work and mm. then clapping for them and getting drunk Yes. And so that's another thing that you could do. And then watch a bunch of crazy people on bicycles because it sounds like a tour de fat type thing because they're doing like a bicycle parade and people are wearing costumes. Yeah. Yeah. If we're wrong about any of this, go ahead, Fest. Go ahead and put it in the comments of this video. Or um, you can email us as well. Yep. Contact us through lowergentrystudios.com. Yeah. Just go right to our webpage. (laughs) And uh, after you watch all of our content, you can go ahead and email us other questions or concerns about accuracy (laughs) of our podcast. All right. Are we good? (laughs) Yeah. We should probably uh, Uh, make sure that we attend that. And you guys should all go attend the Goat Head Fest because it's going to be fun. I think it's one of the biggest things going on this weekend in Boise. Mm -hmm. Not to offend anyone if we missed you, but you need to put it up on Facebook or email us if there's an event. Yes, for sure. We'll consider endorsing it if we like you. (laughs) Only if we like you, though. All right. You you ready for the word of the day? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. We've got the word of the day. What will we say? The word of the day. You will learn something today. And here it comes. The word of the day. Insouciance. did we say? I'm not going to repeat it. That's why every Tuesday we tune in to hear the word of the day.
Excellent. Thank you. All right. Are we ready to do problem and solution? Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, let's talk about some problems and then let's find out some solutions. You've got problems. I've got problems. We've got problems. Here's the answer. All right. So what's your what's your problem? So a famous comedian, um, Steve Hofstetter. I want to make sure I got his last night right, so I wrote it down. Um, he came into town here in Boise and did a show. He did several shows. He did six shows, to be exact. He did, and six he did specifically say that five of them went great, but then one of them he got heckled relentlessly from nah, a Boise audience. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it heckled. I would say. What would you call it? Loudly ignored. Like, loudly ignored. Yeah. Like ignored very loudly from the video. I wasn't there. But from the video, it just seemed like it was like four, what did you say, three or four tables of people just drunk and then just not paying attention. Like they just thought it was just a bar, you know, and, and they're some, just getting drunk and then just talking to each other while a dude was trying to tell jokes. Yeah. And, and he, those of you who have been to Liquid Laughs, that would be very annoying of four tables because that's a very small place. It is. And everybody's relatively close to the stage. It's a great place to go see comedy shows. Yeah. Usually I'm actually very surprised because every time that I've gone to Liquid Laughs and seen a comedy show, everybody was very reserved and very, you know, very like kind of pinned up and buttoned down and just, you know, laughing at the appropriate times. Yes. And then anytime, and even when I hated the comment comic, I was just like, well, I can't heckle him now because nobody's going to even, you know. There's I'm, no troops to I'm, rally behind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so all the troops were rallied at, at one of his six shows here in Boise. And so it got us thinking about heckling. And for some reason in comedy, it's where it's at. I have been to shows where comedians get heckled. Really? Yeah. I've never been to one where a comedian has gotten heckled. Oh, well, it was when I was in college. Okay. Um, so that would have been in South Dakota in 2001 through 2005. Yeah. So, um, but I had. So you're old and you've, you've seen this before. Cool. Yes. Perfect. Both. And so there is a place, I think, for heckling. Really? Especially when it comes to amateurs. And I went to a, we went to a show, was it two years ago or a year and a half ago? Where it was just a, it was national touring comedians and it was horrendous yeah nobody was laughing you and could then hear I remember a pin drop i remember at that moment i was thinking i wish some people would heckle these people off the stage because as a paying customer i want to get to the next comedian but then i also understand that maybe like 50 percent of the room or maybe even a lesser percentage was enjoying the comedian and then so then i would be ruining their good time so i understand yeah. like kind of the morality of heckling is very wishy-washy and then comedians as just a general rule hate it if you listen to the joe rogan podcast every once in a while when yeah. comedians on they just like sit around and bitch about heckling is the worst thing in the history of the world awful people only awful people heckle and i will say that's probably true because i've never actually heckled somebody and anytime i wanted to i just thought i don't want to be a jerk so, but at the yes. same time, though, people need how to. We, <laughs> some of these national, there's a, there's a how comic. Do we give them, how do we give them, you know, input, how, negative input? How do we give them negative input or just get them off the mm -hmm. stage? Well, you know? to be, to get be, them off the stage because yes. they're not funny. Move them, you know? move them along. Um, the, the acts that we saw, a lot of them were nationally named acts. And so they automatically got a billing in their ticket um, because of the fact that they had written for various shows that were popular, correct? Yeah, yeah for and sure. And so their stage presence was horrendous. Yeah. They didn't know how to 
deliver in front of an audience. And obviously, they hadn't gone through the normal route to stand-up comedy fame as yeah. Like most... I do, I do five minutes at an open mic night, and then I build up that five minutes to fifteen, and then maybe one day I'll mm-hmm. open for somebody with my thirty, and then I get featured for something, and blah blah blah. But it yeah. takes years and years and years to get up there. And, and these then, people like, were years doing of crowd, yeah, yeah, years of crowd work though. Yes, and understanding how to deal with drunk people. Mm-hmm. Um, and these and these people didn't have to deal with drunk people, but they had written comedy shows and been on the writing crew and so they were delivering 20 minutes and it was awful yeah and i i want to make sure we that we're not, yeah yeah we just left we just left i want to make sure that everyone understands we're not talking about the steve hofster because steve hofster is very very funny yeah so. actually he's has some really awesome videos online of him demolishing hecklers and i use that in a verbal way of demolishing yeah like the way that you would see it on youtube Exa- demolishes demolishes hecklers so yeah. just look up steve hot's uh Hofstetter and yeah. look up uh, demolishes hecklers and you'll see all sorts or, of and videos. And also look up the Boise one because the Boise one's pretty funny too. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Then he gets everybody, and then four of the tables get kicked out and stuff. But then mm-hmm. the last one just won. Anyway, you can watch it. He's very whatever. quick, very very fast on his feet. Um, so maybe but you have that... to be. But that's that's a skill that you actually develop by being disrespected so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. So what we're finding funny, like the heckler was actually needed in that moment, at least the ones where he's fast. Obviously, yeah. like the one in Boise was just kind of bullshit. Yeah, they the were people... just talking over the yeah. top of him and it was it sounded like it was very noisy and, uh, just and annoying. annoying. Yeah. But so, um, that's unfortunate. But now but... I feel like a jerk and I feel like I'm endorsing heckling, but I'm not really. So I but then think... again, I, 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 I'm really annoyed when when comedians are totally not about heckling like at all. It's just like they should never exist. And then it's like, but it actually is giving you a skill set a little bit. Of being even faster in your feet and then being able to turn an audience around. Correct. You know? And the reason for heckling, I believe psychologically, is if somebody shouts something out, they feel like they are justified in having the entire audience's attention. Yeah. So I do have a very concrete solution. Really? For this heckling problem. Really? Yes, I do. So you, is it going to like divide down the middle? Because I'm like torn whether I should endorse heckling or not endorse it, even though I myself would never heckle because I'm not a bad person. I, I challenge a comedy club to take this standpoint. If somebody heckles or talks out loud, audibly, and you can identify that person specifically because they were so loud during a show, yeah. they should be required at that moment to go up and do five minutes <laughs> in front of the crowd. And if they nail it, they can keep going, all right? <laughs> or everybody applauds them because clearly that heckler was funnier than the person on stage. Yes? Okay. Or the, the audience could even vote. Yeah, like you what, know, what that, after the five minutes. After like, the five do you minutes. Do you want this guy to keep on going or do you want the original stand-up act yeah. to go? After five minutes. I think minutes, that's brilliant. Yeah, you can split it. And then most of the people, I would I would bet 99.999% of the people. Would go with the original comedy act because then the, usually the person that's heckling is just a wasted dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it would be five minutes of just, I don't know, I wonder if a comedian is, just on his own volition has ever done this. Just said, get on up here and here's a microphone and just sat like and just waited for him to. I haven't that seen that ball, video. That would be a ballsy move though. Yeah. I wonder if, that. there's so many different ways that I could fly, like that could blow up in your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but statistically, the person will do worse than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're being heckled by an actual stand-up comedian, then that might yeah. be a little bit Like iffy. if you're Carlos Mencia, like being heckled by yeah. Bill Burr or something. <laughs> 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 It'll just become a thing between like stand-up comedians just trying to steal each other's sets. Yeah, that would be a good, good way to do it. But that would also be just a... F- oh, yeah, I guess it might lead to complete chaos. Yeah. 
That might lead to chaos. If, I mean, there if, need to be like some sort of time scenario where mm. we can only have so many like heckles. I don't know though. Well, you could just do an event just like that and then make it heckle positive yeah. and then allow everybody and to just, just like, come up there. Yeah. It's just like, okay, you heckle. It'll be like a gong show, but for stand-up com- or just only for heckling. Mm. Or maybe a comedy club could just take it and then the audience members would all have to be very funny if they're going to say something. Yeah, exactly. Or it'd just be, it would just be the worst night of stand-up comedy ever. Or the person would just leave. Actually, I think that would be most of the time. Yeah. Like if you give them the option, like you go do five minutes or you can just walk out. I bet most of the time they'd just be like, okay, I'm going to walk out. Yeah. Or they'd stand up there for two seconds and just be like, oh, fuck it and leave. We'll just, and then, and then everybody, everybody would either be really scared of heckling or they would be like, this is the day I'm going to heckle. I got my five minutes totally worked out. You know, maybe we need to do a comedy club where everybody just at the table, they have microphones. <laughs> <laughs> And then it could just change focus whenever somebody has something funny to say. I, th- I think that's a good idea. All yeah. Right. Did we solve it? I think so. All right. So, so if Steve you're a comedian, yeah, Steve Hofstetter, we're going we're gonna to tag you in this. So if you want to you wanna take my idea or any of the ideas, Liquid yeah. Laughs, there's a plethora of solutions yeah, if you're to the tackling. If thing. you're a stand-up comedian and you're watching this and, or listening to it, let us know if that is a viable solution to just have the heckler do five minutes. I think that it might start to clear some of the heckling out. Oh, yeah. I think but, so. Just be like absolutely silent. If we hear you speak, you get on, you leave, or you get on stage and do five minutes. Bam! I think that's perfect. Yeah. You ready for a joke for a hat? Yeah, let's do a joke from a hat. Take a joke from a hat when you read it. I'll bet that you make someone laugh. It's a joke from a hat. This right. week's hat is a is an Idaho Steelheads. Good, good, worse, good use of the articles there. Yeah, the so articles. this is Idaho Steelhead's hat. So go ahead and take a joke from that hat. Okay. Three hats walk into a bar. The bartender asks, is this a trick? Yes. That was a good joke. Uh, awful as usual. <laughs> very bad. Well, thank you all very much for joining us. This has been presented again by Lower Gentry Studios. You can visit www.lowergentrystudios.com to see original theatrical slash web seriesical content. Uh, Canyon County is a web series available on YouTube. We Speak is a feature film available on Amazon.com. For Prime members, it's free, or you can rent it for a buck. Good job. Thank you for tuning in.